the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Love First Christian Center. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. So, if Jesus is being led by the Holy Spirit and giving instructions to the Holy Spirit, how much more should we be led by the Spirit and get instructions by the Spirit if Jesus himself was flowing with the Holy Spirit. We hope you're excited to hear God's Word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the Word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, you're worthy. You're worthy, Father God. You're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. Oh, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place and we submit to your authority. Holy Spirit, have your way. Let your glory fill this room. Lord, I thank you for this day and this time. Father God, I thank you today that I lift my hands up as my evening sacrifice. Lord, I thank you for another day, another opportunity. Father God, as your words has entered into my gates with thanksgiving and into my courts with praise. Lord, I thank you for the Ruha breath of life, the breath of life that you gave Adam. For your word says that everything that have breath give you glory. Father God, I come to give you glory. I come to worship you. I come to lift your name up high, for you are worthy. Lord, you inhabit the praises of your people. Father God, I thank you for another chance. Lord, I thank you. The birds will not have to praise you. The trees will not have to praise you. I've made up my mind that I come to wait praise you. I worship your Father. I honor your Father. I give you all the glory. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Do what only you can do, Father. Have your way. Have your way, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Good morning, family. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Let me know where you're streaming from. Start a watch party. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It is first Sunday, and we're going to be taking communion together. But before we take communion, I want to say thank you. 
the 12 years of ministry. Thank you for your gifts. Thank you for your words. Thank you for your kind deeds you've done for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm excited about where God has taken us in the next 12 years. So I say again, thank you. All right. Prayerfully, you got your communion cup. If you didn't get your cup, no worries. Get a cracker, get some bread, get some juice. It's symbolic. Praise God. And let's take communion together as a family. Luke, Luke, 22, 19, it reads, And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Take your bread, take your bread. Luke 22, 20 says this, Likewise, also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament of my blood, which is shed for you. Now, believers, every sin, past, present, future is covered in blood. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So as you take your cup, say, Father, I receive everything you died for me to have. Take your cups. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, believers, I'm excited in this series, The Promises of God. And today we're delving into part four, and this is the Holy Ghost. Uh, I could probably teach on the Holy Ghost for 12 to 15, 20, 30 weeks. It's so much, but I'm going to concretize, cement it, try to put it all together in one message for today. Amen. If you have your Bibles, let's make our faith confession. This is my Bible. I can be what it says I can be. I can do what it says I can do. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I believe that my life will never be the same after hearing and doing the living Word of God in Jesus' name. Now, you need to, if you have not, go back and make sure you listen to the the previous messages on the promise of God, part one through three, but today we're going to delve with part four. Now, there's over 3,000 promises in the Bible, and, and, and Jesus said that the answer is yes and amen. We start in 2 Corinthians. This is a review. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 19-20, it reads, For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who is preached among you by us, by me, Silvanus, and Timothy, was not yes or no, but he was proved to be yes in him, true and faithful, divine yes, affirming God's promises. For as many as the promises of God in Christ, they're all answered with yes. So the challenge is we have to know the promise. All right, Second Peter 1, 3, and 4. It says this, his divine power has given to us all things necessary, given means conferred, bequeathed, is yours. Praise the Lord absolutely everything necessary for a dynamic spiritual life and godliness through the true and personal knowledge of him who called us to his glory and excellence. By these, he has bestowed upon us his precious, magnificent promises of inexpressible value so that by them you may escape from their moral freedom, praise God, and be sharers of the divine nature. You have it. Now, Romans 4.16, Romans 4.16, it reads... Therefore, inheriting the promises depends entirely 
on faith. So we access the promises by faith. All right, let's do a quick review. How to manifest the promises of God. Number one, you got to claim it. Hebrews 10, 23, it says, let us seize, take hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering. For the one who made the promise is reliable and trustworthy, faithful to his word. Number two, you got to confess it. Romans 10, 9 says, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. Holy Spirit gave me this one, listen, this week. Uh, before you profess it, before you possess it, you got to confess it. Okay. Confession precedes possession. So if you confess it, it won't be long before you possess it. All right. Number three, you got to commit to it. Psalms 37, 4 and 5, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit thy way unto him. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Number four. You got to have confidence in it. First John 5, 14 and 15 says this. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we shall receive the things that we've asked of him. So, quick review, y'all. Claim it. Confess it. Commit to it. Have confidence in it. And number five, count it or it being credited to you. This is Genesis 15 and 6, and it reads, And Abraham believed in relied on, trusted in the Lord. And it was counted unto him, credited him as righteousness, right standing. So when you believe, God starts to credit your account. All right. And lastly, number six, then I can conceive it. I can manifest the promises of God. This is Hebrews eleven eleven, And it reads, by faith, even Sarah herself received the ability to conceive a child, even when she was long past the normal age for it. Because she considered him, him who gave her the promise reliable and true to his word. Now, that's the foundation. We built our foundation. Now we jump into new material, the promise of the Holy Spirit. Now, too many people uh, believe the Holy Spirit is spooky, weird, all the other aspects. But today, I want to break it down so, so that you can have access to the promise that God has given us. We're going to be teaching out of Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. It reads, the first account made of Theolophus was the continuous report about all the things that Jesus began to do and teach. Praise the Lord. Until the day when he ascended to heaven. Praise the Lord. After he had, by the Holy Spirit, given instructions to the apostles, the special messengers, whom he had chosen. Now, I need to deal with this. Okay. So we're in Acts chapter 1, verses 2. It reads. I'll go back, go back. Acts chapter 1, verse 2. It reads. Here it is. Until the day. When he ascended heaven, after he had, by the Holy Spirit, given instruction to apostles. So, you've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come here today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's 7-step prayer model. 
and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. It reads, chapter 1 verse 2 it reads here it is until the day when he ascended heaven after he had by the holy spirit given instruction to apostles so if you have your bible i want you to underline this who gave jesus the instruction okay this ain't deep the holy spirit okay it says it right there by giving instruction by the holy spirit now my question to you is if jesus is getting instructions from the Holy Spirit, how much more should you get instructions from the Holy Spirit? Okay, so Jesus, now, now, now let's go to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. It reads, it reads, then Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted, to be tested. Now, this is two times, first off, Jesus is using the Holy Spirit for instruction, and the Bible says he is being led by the Holy Spirit. So, if Jesus is being led by the Holy Spirit and getting instruction from the Holy Spirit, how much more should we be led by the Spirit and get instructions by the Spirit if Jesus himself was flowing with the Holy Spirit? My God, my God. So, with that being said, we have to understand how vital it is For Jesus to obey and walk with the Spirit, how much more should we be in tune and walk with the Spirit? All right, back in Acts, Acts 1-3, Acts 1-3. To these men, he showed himself alive after suffering at Gethsemane on the cross by the series of many infallible proofs, unquestionable demonstrations, appearing them over a period of 40 days. Now, if you know the Bible, and I got to assume you don't, praise God, because that's what we have to assume. When Jesus was on the cross, the disciples disappeared. Now they see a risen Savior. Now what they, what they thought or believed has totally shifted because now they see the manifestation of what he said was going to happen, and now they see him again. Now he's with them for 40 days. Now he's been with them for three years, but in these next 40 days, they are going to be fully persuaded. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Verse 4, while being together, 
eating with them, he commanded them not to leave Israel, but to wait for the Father, for what the Father had promised. Here it is, here it is, here it is, verse 4. Remember, this series is called The Promises of God. So verse 4, he says this, he says, wait for what the Father has promised. So the Holy Spirit is a promise from God. So that means every believer gets the Holy Spirit because God is not a man that he shall lie, nor the son of man that he shall repent. So the Holy Spirit is a part of my package. And if you're not flowing with the Spirit, you better talk to God because I need the Holy Spirit. You cannot walk a believer's life without the Holy Spirit. If Jesus needed the Holy Spirit, you need the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. He says this, wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit. Verse 5, for John baptized you with the water, but you will be baptized, here it is, and empowered, hallelujah, praise the Lord, and united with the Holy Spirit not long from now. Now, pastor, why? why what's the significance and why did Jesus say you have to wait for the Holy Spirit? Well, let me break the whole Bible down. God is in Genesis, okay? He's walking and talking with Adam. Okay, Adam and Eve, they sinned. God says, I'm perfect light. In me is no darkness. So you brought darkness into my life. You got to go. I love you, but you got to go. So God puts them out of the garden. God has a plan to redeem them. He sends Jesus. Jesus comes. Some believe, some don't. They crucify Jesus. The challenge with Jesus was he was limited to his earth suit. What do you mean, Pastor? Since he was in a human body, he couldn't be everywhere at, any t- at all times. So Jesus says, I must go that the helper must come. So now in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit, now we can all have Jesus on the inside of us. Jesus says, I got to go so that you can get Jesus. That's what's 1 John 4, 4. Great is he that's in me than he that's in the what? world. So he says, now you can have a little bit of me in you. My God, my God. Verse 6. So when they had come together, they asked him repeatedly, Lord, are you at this time reestablishing your kingdom and restoring Israel? He said to them, it's not for you to know the time or the hour. God knows that. The Father knows that. Here's verse 8. But you will receive, here it is, power and ability. Now, y'all know I'm on this power, dominion, authority tip right now. He said right there, you'll receive power an ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witness to the people and tell them about me both in Israel, all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Now, I want to break it down to you. I want to end all confusion. So today's wisdom keys are entitled Common Holy Spirit Questions. Common Holy Spirit Questions. Okay, question number one, who is the Holy Spirit? John 14, 26, it reads, but the helper. So first off, underline it. First off, the Holy Spirit is my helper. If he says he's a helper, that means you need help. He's my helper. Then he's my comforter. Then he's my advocate. Then he's my intercessor. He's my counselor. He's my strengthener. He's my standby. Woo, glory to God. Now, pastor, what's a standby? Okay, Okay, let me see, let me see, let me see. If you've ever been pressed in your life, okay, 
and you were on the bench. I should have brought a bench, hallelujah. And if you were on the bench, and if you're putting on too much weight, mm -hmm. for example, if you could lift 275 and you put 300 on there, usually wisdom says, I need to get a spotter. Amen. You, have you probably seen them videos on when YouTube when people, that, you know, when, when they put too much weight on the bar. So what happens, you get a spotter to help you lift the weight. The Holy Spirit is your spotter. When you have too much weight on the bar, the Holy Spirit comes along and helps you up. But see, you have, to, you have to invite the Holy Spirit in. He's a perfect gentleman. Holy Spirit's not just going to butt in your business. You got to say, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, come on. See, that's where you get And Holy Spirit says, okay, come on, you can do it. You can do it. See, that's what I was, he's a standby. He's a strengthener. He's an advocate. Now, now, I like this. He says, the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send, here it is, in my name, he didn't just say my name, in my place. So now he has given us an understanding of what level the Holy Spirit's on. Every now and then people minimize he, him, Holy Spirit as if he's a sidekick. He is all God. So first off, I can't diminish who he is because Jesus says he is my standing. He is my, he is, he is on the level that I'm on. Another way I say it in my head, Holy Spirit is the God of now. What do you mean? In Genesis, God says, I'm finished. In John 19 and 30, Jesus says, I am finished. He gave up the ghost. So if God is finished and Jesus is finished, it's between you and the Holy Spirit to tap into what God's called you to. He says this, I love this, in my place to represent me, and look what he says, to act on my behalf. That is who the Holy Spirit is. Now look at this, y'all. He will teach you all things. What's left out of all? He will teach you all things. He will help you. Oh, this is what I like. Every now and then on the prayer line, you hear me say this. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Where's that Holy Spirit? Notice he says this. He will help you remember the things I told you. When I lose stuff in my house, Holy Spirit, where's that? When I need a breakthrough, Holy Spirit, I need you. The word calls him my standby. The word calls him my helper. The word calls him my strengthener. I think sometimes you don't know what you're working with. Sometimes you call a fireman when you should have called a policeman. That's what you mean by that. God is finished. Jesus is finished. He said it, his last words, it is finished. Now it's between you and your relationship with Holy Spirit to figure out the rest of the plan for your life. He says this, and the Holy Spirit will remind you, oh my God, if you can tap into this, this will shift your life. Okay, my next, look, John 16, 12, look what it reads. I have many more things to say to you, but I cannot tell you right now, you, you're not ready for it. 
But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, here it is, he will guide you into all truth. Now, if I'm supposed to be guided into all truth, is it critical that I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit? No, break it down, because think about it. If Jesus was listening to the Holy Spirit, if Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit, how much more should you be listening and led by the Spirit? Look what he says. He will guide you into all truth, full and complete truth, for he will not speak of his own initiative, but he will speak, here it is, whatever he hears from the Father, the message regarding the Son, my God, and he will disclose it to you, what is the future? My God, he's just told you, the Holy Spirit will drop a dime on You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website, at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.